0: Episode 75 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Welcome. Our goal in producing this podcast every week is to provide you with some insight into the people, the places, the companies, organizations and the issues that are important to Wichita's business community. This week's guest, he's sitting right in front of me, the newest member of the Wichita Business Journal staff, Kirk Seminoff, is in his second week as associate editor. And we'll talk about his time in Wichita as a journalist and what he thinks of Wichita and its future since he grew up here. First, some notes about the weekly edition out today. This week, we handed out our Innovation and Enterprise Awards. We had a luncheon Tuesday at the Hyatt, and we feature all the award winners in the weekly edition. We had 14 winners in the Innovations category, three in Entrepreneur, one in Entrepreneur category, and seven in the Startup category. That begins on page 6. Also this week we introduce you to the 2018-2019 influencers. These young professionals were part of our emerging leaders program and wanted to take it a step further. We have 28 participants in three groups: community involvement, business development, and leadership. That's on page 25. You'll want to check out this week's list. It's the highest paid nonprofit executives in the Wichita area. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Page 30. And check out our leads section, listings, building permits, new corporations, real estate transactions, who owes back taxes, new lawsuits. This week, it starts on page 32. You ready for this, Kirk? Yes, sir. All right. So I'll say this then. Back in a moment to talk to Kirk Seminoff about the media and Wichita after this. At Equity Bank. Stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, you probably recognize the name Kirk Semenoff. He's been a journalist in Wichita for a long time at the Wichita Eagle, and he grew up in Wichita. His time at the Daily Newspaper recently came to an end. I took the opportunity to add a great journalist to our Wichita Business Journal team, Again, he's in his second week as our associate editor. Kirk Seminoff,
1: welcome. It seems like much longer. It I, does. That, on, the, on the good ways, not right, the bad ways. Right. I, mean, I mean, everybody's made me feel really comfortable. Good. And good it's deal. It's been a warm welcome.
0: Good deal. Well, tell us the Kirk Seminoff story from the beginning. You were born and raised in Wichita. It was a
1: log cabin at 21st and Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm born and bred and... Uh, Heights High graduate, and I like to joke that I grew up across the street from my college. Right. I used to be able to walk to school every day at Wichita State. I, if you're if you're a Google Maps type person, if uh, imagine a Shocker baseball player hitting a long home run to center field, it, it may have ended up in my yard at one point. Joe you were Carter, that close, Joe Carter. May have hit one in, in my yard. at oh some point. Oh my gosh. Point. Yeah. So I grew up around the university and always wanted to be a shocker, um, and. Grew up with a mom who was a school teacher for 46 years and a big uh, sports fan too. Huge sports fan, had shocker season tickets, was a regular at Arrows and Wranglers games over the years. Uh, so it was a natural for me to get into sports journalism. She always had the paper at the kitchen table every morning before school. I read it and I wanted to be in journalism. And, uh, you know, she, she taught a, uh, a unit at school one time where she had different people in sports who were not athletes, come to speak to their kids, her kids, her elementary kids, about careers in sports that were had nothing to do with being on a field or a court. Oh, wow. So I knew that journalism was one thing that I could do to stay with close to sports. Right. And uh, Bob Lutz hired me at age 17 to cover <laughs> games on Friday nights, and I never left the place. Wow. Wow. Uh, Stayed there thirty three years, and now I'm with you at the business journal, and this is fun.
0: Talk about your career progression through those years at the at the Wichita Eagle.
1: I, you know, I worked all four years during college. Uh, they people asked me, did you write for the Sunflower? I, I think I wrote two stories for the Sunflower, <laughs> <laughs> and but I was I was at the Eagle every Tuesday and Friday night, plus doing feature stories. Uh, got hired on after college as a copy editor, which I think all good journalists should spend a lot of time Absolutely. as a copy editor you bet. to to see good writing, to see bad writing, and to work on making it better. Right. Plus, plus all the rules that go along with copy editing. Um after that, I covered high school sports for four years full time. Uh, then I covered the Shockers for four years. Now that was in the nineties, right? And people who are a little younger may not remember the, <laughs> the the Shocker lack of success in the nineties. At not least,
0: quite K State football in the early days, <laughs> no. but there were some rough years.
1: There were some rough years for the Shocker basketball program. Baseball was great. Baseball was at an all time high. You know, after the eighty nine championship, right. Um, But then I became assistant sports editor and pretty quickly sports editor after our our sports editor left. Uh,
0: Who was editor before you? Sherry Johnson. Right. Sherry
1: Johnson was uh, sports editor twice uh, while we were there. And I I always loved Sherry because she could be a hard person to work for, very demanding, but, boy, she made your stories better. You bet. She always found ways to just suggest one thing here or one thing there that – You you didn't want to argue with her because she's absolutely right. Right. Every single time. I can remember filing a long story on a Shocker player on a Friday night from Terre Haute, Indiana, where they were playing the next day. And she read it, and she called me like at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. She was still there. And she said, this is a great story, but I have two or three suggestions. And it's like you wanted to hit yourself over the head because, of course, we should do that. (laughs) And she was just that way all the time and i I've tried to be like that as an editor over the years, really look for ways to just make things a little bit better with stories.
0: Sherry hired me to come over, and well work she wasn't at, that great yeah, a there you Jen. go, yeah. <laughs> I worked there from three years. Kirk and I worked together for about three years. I was there from ninety four to ninety seven and Sherry was the one who hired me, the editor. She was off the sports desk at that time, and uh, she was working Metro. We hadn't gone to teams yet where we kind of split things up again. But, uh, yeah, we had the opportunity to work for some really good editors at right. the Eagle.
1: Right. We have one upstairs right now. We're going right. at KMUW, Tom Schein, who, who left the Eagle as deputy editor, but he had been sports editor. He had been a sports writer. He had worked in news for so long. Um, I think he's probably the journalist I try to pattern myself after. I, I've always said that Tom Shine, he could be having the worst day of the, in the world, and you would never know it, right? Because he always gives you a, a good look. You, he always you gets you always get your undivided attention from yep. him. And that's another thing that I try to do with everybody who I work with.
0: Of course, you and I worked for Buzz Merritt for a long time, and uh, who else? Gary Graham. Gary Graham, Baldwin, uh, really good. Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah, Steve Smith.
1: Yeah, Jenny Green. A lot of great people over those years. Right. Yeah. Lots
0: of talented people have come through Wichita, including somebody we talked about just recently, Judy Thomas, who is now at the Wichita Eagle. She, Kansas City Star. I'm sorry, the Kansas City Star.
1: Um, Yeah, she covered some of the most amazing stories in the 90s with the right. Eagle, the Summer of Mercy protests. Right, She was the source for those stories, yep. and uh, she's doing a bigger and better things.
0: So talk a little bit more about your family growing up and the family you have now.
1: Uh, I, I grew up in a, in a family of educators. Father was a school principal. Um, he also worked with special ed in here in 259. Mom taught for 46 years. Um, I'll, I'll never forget every night, you know, she would come home, she'd make dinner, this was a single-family house. My folks were divorced. Single-family house. She'd make dinner. Then she'd go to the dining room table and work on either IEPs, individual education plans, or right. grade papers. And she did that until nine thirty, ten o'clock at night and go to bed and do it again the next day. She did that for, you know, she did it her whole life. But she really enjoyed working with kids and... Sometimes I feel like, man, maybe I should have gotten into education, but I, but she also steered me towards journalism. Too. Right. Um, now I've got a family of, of, <laughs> I've got a 15 year old daughter at East who is not an aspiring journalist. <laughs> she took one semester of journalism and kind of came home one day and said, you know, dad, I just don't think this is really for me. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so she would like to be a criminologist. Oh, no kidding. Or a criminalist, I guess is right? what they call it. Yeah. Or either one. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I think we've all said, okay, as long as the bullets have stopped flying, right, you can get to a crime scene and do your work. That'd be <laughs> fine.
0: My daughters, I have two of them. Neither one of them went into journalism. Too. I, I, I. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe they saw things as they were growing up that, uh, well, maybe I want some of this other free time available to me. So.
1: Journalism is a is an enterprise that you really have to want. You, you bet. really have to love. You're going to yep. work some long hours, especially earlier in your careers. You're going to. Yep. Get assignments that you hate and that aren't you don't think are worth much, but it makes you a better journalist.
0: Gotta pull some holiday duty as
1: well. Yes. Yeah. I, I I joke that, you know, people who I've known all my life and I love to do things with, you know, they have never worked a Saturday or Sunday in their lives and I think, <laughs> man, you are great for having never done that. I've <laughs> I've worked Friday nights, you know, Friday nights basically for, for 25, 30 years right. in sports. And then most Saturdays, too.
0: You eventually made the evolution out of sports and over to the editorial page. Talk about that.
1: I did. Um, the opportunity came along with Philip when Philip Brownlee left the editorial page for the Medical Society of Sedgwick County. Um, and I really respected the job that Philip did over the years. Right. He was so even keeled and logical in his editorial opinions, whether it was a column or an editorial. And then I thought he made the page look great every day with a nice balance of, of you know, liberal conservative and everything like that. Right. But that opportunity came along and I decided I've kind of done this sports thing long enough and this is the one other thing in the newsroom that I'd really like to tackle. Right. And I got it, and for a year and a month, I, I tried to do my best um, of getting people to think, much like Philip had over the years, right. of, of getting people to think about uh, how the other person is looking at, an, at a topic or an right. issue, and that's not always easy to do, um, but I, will, I do think that I had some successes, had some failures, um, sure. but I, I really did love that role.
0: Was it different going from a person who was you know writing you you were editing but you have you had done columns before but this is really full-time opinion type stuff
1: I had not done full-time opinion since college right and so I remember coming home the first week and telling my wife Kim I am the biggest failure in the world (laughs) I cannot do this what am I doing I'm fooling myself Uh, but then I heard from people in the community who were not necessarily friends I may know them but they weren't friends right. or uh, you know anybody I'm close to you know send me emails send me notes call and say hey you're doing a good job you're off to a good start and that was encouraging to me and I I do appreciate that uh, a to know that people are reading because in in a newspaper, I think it's safe to say, most newspapers, that editorials and opinion columns like that do not get the page views right. online that normal news stories do. Right. So you're kind of wondering if there is an audience out there. But I think there was, and sure. I, I, I hoped I got a little better at it.
0: You were a part of the uh, downsizing at the Wichita Eagle, and uh, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to... Uh, know you, first of all, for all these years, and then second of all, be able to get you over here and talk to you about uh, coming over to the Wichita Business Journal as associate editor. Um, you also had other options as well, I'm sure.
1: There were, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very good job market right now for, you know, there are jobs out there, especially in the fields that I was looking, journalism, public relations. Um, so it was you know, after being laid off, you kind of wonder, okay, what's out there? Right. <laughs> and you were very kind to make contact very quickly. But I, it was a time when I could finally look at myself and say, okay, I'm 51 years old. Do I really want to try something totally different? Right. And I did apply for some things and did some interviews. But I do love journalism. Yeah. I, I, I could see myself doing all kinds of things and being fine with that. But boy, this is a field that I really do love.
0: And it really feels like you've been here. Literally, this is the end of two weeks for you, and it feels like you've been here for a long time. And I think part of that is you know a lot of people in our right. newsroom, you know the community. So uh, getting up to speed hasn't been uh, very challenging for you so far.
1: No, it's it's been very easy. Uh, and you know, part of my emphasis is doing the printed paper each week, right. and to me who grew up as a sports person and did sports for all those years, it's like putting together a special section every week. Right. You've got 32, 36, 40 pages of content that you have to get done by a certain time. It's not a daily. You don't have to get it done within two hours, right. but you have to keep proceeding and working and, and making sure that everybody is working towards that common goal, and then you kind of have to rush it at the end. But right. for this first week, I think we did pretty well getting it out and ready to go in a a timely manner
0: absolutely absolutely you've been a great addition to the staff and i knew you would be very quickly uh, and, uh, again, it, it, it seems like you've been here for a while, and that's that's a good sign right there.
1: Well, and like I said last week, I really, I, it could not have been more of a warm welcome. I, all the people here have just been tremendous, and they, they're treating me like I've been here a long time, which in most cases is pretty good. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> and you went to your first event, and we put you to work during your first event here at the Wichita <laughs> Business Journal, too, the Innovation and Enterprise Awards.
1: I... I, you know, I had the opportunity to read the profiles on each of these award winners beforehand. So it helped when you, before you got up and and talked about everyone, uh, some interesting stories, some interesting people, uh, who are doing things in the community. And, you know, like I've told you since day one, business is not my strongest suit. It's going to get better. Right. Uh, I've done the sports, I've done the, the government type opinion, uh, but it's it's interesting to get to, to know these people and what they do, and there's some really wonderful stories out there that, that we can tell.
0: We made Kirk hand out awards <laughs> at his first Wichita Business Journal event.
1: I did not fall down once. <laughs> you didn't.
0: You made it up those three stairs every time. It was great. You did a great job. You have been, obviously, you grew up here. You started very young at the Wichita Eagle. Did you ever have an itch? Well, maybe I want to try another community maybe i 'll go to Kansas City or Chicago, Man, I love the Trib or somewhere else
1: there was There was one point um, early on in our well, I guess ten years into our marriage uh, in two thousand and four, two thousand and five, when there was another sports editors opening in the midwest omaha and I thought,
0: another good paper
1: another oh, yeah, really good paper, and they they still focus on the print, printed paper a lot more than a lot of papers do. Mm-hmm. Um, they cover the crap out of Nebraska football. <laughs> and right. I, yeah, that was the the one down thing for me. But Kim and I talked, and her family is from Eastern Iowa, so we would have it would have cut down our our trips home for her. Uh, but that was the only time that we have ever thought about leaving Wichita. Kim has a really good job in oil and gas here, and you can't find oil and gas accounting jobs anywhere. Right. Uh, and I love Wichita. And what we're really encouraged about is our daughter loves Wichita. Right. She is a sophomore at East High and loves that school. Loves the town. Loves she she you know, a few weekends ago in September I took she and three of her friends around to murals downtown, and they just they got out of the car. I parked the car. They got out of the car. They ran up to the murals. They took photos. They smiled. They were. They were into Wichita. That's cool. And I'm not sure as a 17-year-old or 15-year-old, you know, 33, 35 years ago, I would have felt that way, that right. strongly. Right. But I think they're part of this this dynamic that's going on right now where the, where the city is feeling much better about itself than it right. in, in my teen years. Right.
0: It, it, you really have watched this community evolve, and uh, some good things have happened over the years. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that, but... It really has been kind of an apologetic community. Eh, I'm from Wichita, you know, but that's certainly changing.
1: Right. I I often think that we are not quite sure what we want to be. And in a literal sense, you can stand back at the old Eagle building. You could stand up in the sports department and look out over Old Town and and kind of get a sense for Wichita. I'm not sure when I started at the Eagle in the late 80s that – Anybody my age, early 20s, would have thought about living downtown right? because it wasn't an option, first of all. And, and second of all, there were better options east. There were better options west and, and north and south. Uh, today, that's not the case. And I I think that's just a great boon for the community. I think that's really going to be a big difference long term. So
0: what do you think, as a person who grew up here, what do you think it's important to remember as Wichita moves forward? I want to make sure Wichita doesn't lose...
1: Uh, I, I, guess the easy answer for me would be n- not lose its mojo. I, I think we do feel better about ourselves. Uh, I keep coming back to the NCAA tournament when I, th- I really, th- you know, whenever H- Wichita has a big event, 28, seven years ago, it was the Miss USA pageant. Right. Right. It was, oh my God, the Miss USA pageants here. Are, are we worthy of this? Right, uh, right. Of course we're worthy of this. Who yep. cares? If somebody thinks, what are they doing in Wichita?" <laughs> you know, it's it's here. It's going to be a good event. People are going to do things. They're going to bring in dollars, and it was that way for the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah. Um, and at least as far as the tournaments concerned, where they're going to be back here, they already like Wichita. They like Wichita before it even before the tournament even happened. Right. So Wichita has so many good things going for it. Um, I, I don't think there will be a problem losing its mojo. Um, I think if people continue to look forward, I think we'll be okay.
0: You've had the opportunity to sit in on a few of our roundtable discussions with emerging leaders or career women. What are some of the things you may have heard in those discussions that kind of stood out to you?
1: I really love the Emerging Leaders group. I yeah. thought, you know, I'm not sure the, the age range there. It was, you know, 20s to mid-30s, maybe even up to 40. Right. So many young people with so many great ideas who I think will absolutely not let Wichita lose its momentum. Right. And whether that's, you know, uh, through elections and making sure the right people are in charge or whether it's just through business involvement and community involvement. I I really do feel good about what they had to say the other day um, so many smart people, I call them kids, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't have a cane yet, but I feel right. like sometimes when groups like that, I should have a cane. <laughs> uh, but they're so smart and they're, and they're looking out for Wichita in, a, in ways when I think maybe in, in ways that maybe previous generations didn't, right. didn't as much. Right. I think we're okay being a big, small town, um, but I think really people want this town to grow now and right. I, I, I hope it gets there. We're growing too.
0: Uh, We're glad you're on the staff. Uh, We had the Seminoff effect. (laughs) We uh, take a look at how uh, active our our page views are on the wichitabusinessjournal.com website. We've gone over a million page views and we chalk that up to the Seminoff effect. So thank you very much. Well,
1: you're, you're welcome. But I understand another Seminoff effect is I'm the only November birthday here at the Business <laughs> Journal. There you go. So, so there will be birthday treats in November, whereas before there were none. Very, so very I'm, important. I'm glad to help with that.
0: <laughs> Kirk Seminoff <laughs> is the associate editor at the Wichita Business Journal. We're glad to have you on the staff and uh, appreciate you sitting in and having a conversation.
1: Anytime. I enjoy it.
0: Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week. Episode 75. My thanks once again to Associate Editor Kirk Semenoff. Really glad to have him on staff. Check out all our episodes at our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal, thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.